Welcome to Your Bestetician Podcast, featuring Cersei Kelly, your bestie and esthetician rolled into one. Listen as Cersei reveals insider information from over 20 years in the med spa industry, along with practical advice as a mom and wife riding the roller coaster of life. Welcome to another episode of Your Bestetician. I am Cersei Kelly, your esthetician and bestie all rolled into one. We have a very exciting episode for you today. This episode is for your husband or your significant other. And we have Dr. Herring joining joining us today. She's also my mother. Tell everyone hi. Hello. So this episode is for husbands and spouses and significant others who are hesitant, weary, scared for their girl or woman to go and get things done at the med spa. So this epi- I had the idea for this episode when I was at the Auburn-Mississippi State game on Saturday, sitting there, everybody was having fun in their orange and blue, um, smiling, cheering on the Auburn Tigers. And then this lady walks by and I know I'm not the only one who noticed her. These people like stand out. Her lips looked like they were about to bust. Her face looked so tight and overdone that it was just, it was, it screamed, I have work done. And I think that's what these guys, these guys think is going to happen when their beautiful wife, who they consider beautiful, no matter what she does, walks into one of these places. They're scared that she's going to come home and look like Kim Kardashian's butt cheeks are on her face. and. We are here to tell y'all guys that that's not going to happen. Nobody wants to look like that. The thing is, is when injectables, Botox and filler, when when injectables are done right, nobody can even tell that you have had anything done. And that's the whole point. And so Dr. Herring is our injector here. And introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about how long you've been doing this. And go ahead. As you may know, I was an anesthesiologist for 40 years. Who's better with needles? As my plastic surgeon brother suggested, I started injecting about 15 years ago. I did courses. I go to meetings. I've learned all I can possibly learn and keep learning about injectables and have been doing it on the side and finally able to retire from anesthesia um, in January of 2021. I get to work with my lovely daughter. And my goal is to have my patients look their very best themselves, but better. I want them to be able to move their faces, to be able to have expression, but not have the lines and wrinkles. As far as filler goes, we lose um, superficial fat pads and deep fat pads in our faces as we age. So in replacing those fat pads in a natural way with hyaluronic acid fillers, we just want to regain what we'd look like 10 years ago. So we're not talking about changing the shape of people's faces, right? Exactly. So why does not lips? Why do some of these people look so overdone? Some people want to look that way, which I can't imagine. I've had patients tell me, "Well, if they can't tell that I've had anything done, why should I do it?" And I try to encourage them. Okay, well, let's go slowly. Let's start out with minimal doses. We can always add more, Mm -hmm. and then see how you like it. Yeah. That's a good point. Some people do walk in sometimes and they want to look frozen and we can make them, you can make them look frozen or they do want huge lips and you can give them the huge lips. But I do hear that here. Tell it people, 
patients that all the time, that that's really not the best look. And um, she tries to encourage people, or you try to encourage people not to do that. So what I'm hearing is that patients need to do their research when they're looking for an injector, correct? Exactly. And if you walk into an office and everyone at the front desk and all the injectors and nurses look like ducks, run. Don't walk. <laughs> run away. Nobody wants to waddle. <laughs> the, no waddling. I did my research and I found out what causes that duck lip. And it's not the way I inject. We were originally taught to line the lips with the filler between the color part of your lips called the, the vermilion border, the colored part of the lip and the flesh part of the lip. What's happened, they've lined the lips with too thick a filler. We have all sorts of thicknesses of fillers. I like to use sort of a low to medium thickness in lips. They've used one too thick and it's migrated up into the fleshy part of the lips. And that's mm-hmm. why it looks like that. Mm-hmm. And I think, I guess some people like it. I've heard of the destined duck lip, but the destined duck lip. <laughs> I wonder who's giving the destined duck lip. But even if I knew, I wouldn't tell you guys. Of course but. not. But um, we avoid that at all possible. I inject into the body of the lip itself, and I also don't do a full syringe at a time. I will mm-hmm. save a fourth of it or so for uh, corrections later, but not just blow it up. Yeah. Um. Well, so say that a patient has done their his or her research and they've found what they think is a good injector, what are some things that they can communicate to that injector to ensure that they have the natural looking results that they're wanting once they're in that office chair? Well, you know, it's your face and say say this. Say, I have heard that some injectors do a cookie cutter approach and they use the same dose on every patient no matter what. You're talking about uh, neurotoxin. Yes. When you talk about, dose, about right? neurotoxin yeah. and uh, Xeomin, the neuromodulators, as we call it. No, that, they need to look at your face, evaluate, uh, do less is more. We can always add more. And the enemy of good is better. You get, you just say, I want a certain amount, not 20 units. Start, start with 12, perhaps, in my forehead and just see how that goes. And if the injector is insulted, okay, fine, leave. Yeah. It's your face. There's another one around the corner, I'm sure. Absolutely. As far as filler goes, I don't want to look overblown. I don't want too much filler in my lower face because, for example, then it kind of looks puffy down Mm -hmm. below. You don't want that. We want a sweet, heart-shaped face. Um, And relay those things. People can look like lions to me when they have too much filler in their um, smile lines. It's flattened out and they look like they have a snout almost. Yes. And what um, I'm doing more and more now of rather than injecting into the nasolabial folds and um, the, as we call them, mannequin lines that are below the lips, I inject back in the jawline and right in front of the ear with the thicker filler radius, which I love. And that pulls the, that up. And that looks much more natural than putting a lot of the lion look, as you say, mm-hmm. a lot of filler around the mouth. And so what I'm hearing is that you tend to undertreat people and use a conservative approach yes. and then just say, hey, come back and get more if you want more. But especially for first timers, um, you undertreat. And so that leads me to another point. We had a 21-year-old walk in and she's got a line that bothers her on her forehead. And her husband is scared that it's going to become something that is just another bill to their to their monthly expenses. So when you're young, 
do you have to get a lot? Like what, what kind of expenses are we talking about? Does it help them to prevent having to get as much Botox when they're older? How, how does that all work? Well, let's start out with a minimal approach, baby Botox, Preventox, mm-hmm. just enough for maybe that one single line in the forehead when they're in their mid twenties and it wear off three months, four months. I have some girls that only come in every six months, just mm-hmm. when that line starts to bother them again. Mm-hmm. And as and they will need less Botox as they age. But if that spouse says, no, you can't get anything until you're 40. Well, at 40, it's going to be. It's going to be a much 350, 400 bucks, right? At least, yes. Yeah. In our market anyway. It'd be a lot more in some other markets. So, um Now let's talk about what can be done to fix bad filler or Botox. Let's say one of your patients, Dr. Herring, cheated on you and went somewhere else because she could get in quicker or there was a a coupon. And so she went there, but she regrets it because they did a really bad job and she's overdone and she comes back to you. Can you fix the Botox or the filler? Sometimes on the Botox. I had one patient who went somewhere and they put 40 units in her forehead and it went too low on her forehead and her brows dropped. She looked like a Neanderthal, but they had not treated the glabella in the center part, which when we treat there, the eyebrows tend to go up. So I treated that area and she looked better. And then as the forehead, that huge amount in her forehead wore off, she was okay. Took, took a month, but we, we got her better. Um, Sometimes it just has to wear, it doesn't really wear off. It binds to the nerve endings and the nerves grow new nerve endings. And sometimes it just takes to let it completely go away in mm-hmm. that respect. Now, bad filler, if it's hyaluronic acid filler, we can dissolve that. Say like the duck lip or say like a patient I had who cheated on me and got under eye filler, which is tough, tough, tough to get right. And she looked like two sausages under her eyes. Yep. And we were able to successfully dissolve that with hyaluronidase, which is an enzyme that dissolves the hyaluronic acid filler. So some of this stuff can be reser- reversed, which is a good sign. But again, that costs money. And so stick to your good injector. Do your research. Communicate to your injector with the type of look that you're going for. And if you don't feel comfortable with what they have to say, then... Go somewhere else. You don't have to sit there and get the treatment if you don't feel comfortable with it. Um, For our younger ladies, Preventox is what we call that preventative Botox that makes you not create the emotion that creates the wrinkle. It only takes a few units and it's really won't make you look like you have Kim Kardashian lips on your face. Um, Is there anything else you want to communicate to our listeners about convincing these apprehensive husbands to allow their wives to get a little enhancement? I think the main thing is, you know, okay, honey, I really don't like this line in my forehead and I'm just going to do a little bit to start out. Mm -hmm. And if you're not happy, if you think I look strange, then okay. But you're not going to look strange. (laughs) If you come to me, we're going to do Preventox and start out very slow and we can always add more. That's right. Guys, we know that you think your wife or your girlfriend or your significant other is beautiful just the way that he or she is. And that is a wonderful thing. But sometimes we just want a little enhancement and we just want to like the what we see in the mirror. 
And so I hope this has been informative. I hope this um, causes some uh, agreement in your relationship and not more of an argument. Also, we um, at Auburn Metastetics, if you live in the area, we're having a Black Friday sale. All gift certificates are going to be 20% off on our website. There is a limited supply, but it would be a great time to gift he or she with a little enhancement at Auburn Metastetics. I hope this episode has been enjoyable and I look forward to talking to y'all again soon. Have a great one. You've been listening to the Your Bestetician podcast featuring Cersei Kelly, licensed master esthetician. Be sure to follow her Instagram, Auburn Metastetics, for more med spa tips and trends.